Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Today, we do have an Industry Thought Leader. Let me introduce you to her in a moment. So, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy is another show. I'm I'm known as Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says marketing must be built on transparency, on integrity, on authenticity. No more transactions, no more funnels and all the tactics and all of the things that we hear people say across the internet. It needs to be heart-to-heart marketing because that is what works. And joining me on today's show is Terry Levine. She is a best-selling author, keynote speaker. She is a business consultant who guarantees her clients to 100%. She's helped over 6,000 clients in over 400 industries to date, and she's even built $8 million businesses of her own across different industries. So, cannot wait to dive in deeper into what she has to share with us today. Now, specifically on today's show, Terry's going to share three secrets to having a conveyor belt of qualified prospects. She's going to talk about why you should stop hunting for customers by using her reverse marketing strategy. Wonder what that is? as well as how to create a core, unique positioning statement to close sales without selling. Welcome, Terry. It's great to be here. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. You are welcome. It is such an honour to be with you here today too because you've been working in the industry for many, many decades. One thing that I'd love to ask you before we get started, you know, hindsight is such a valuable teacher and often we can look at what was happening in the past to what we're doing now and because of what we've all experienced around the world, things have changed. And I know you're going to talk to us about heart to heart, but what are some of the significant differences that businesses perhaps were doing previously, which really needs to change now that we find ourselves in a much, much different environment? Great question. Well, first of all, I think business does have to stop being transactional. I think that consumers are very, very savvy, especially right now. They're you know tight with their money. They don't want to just part with their money and they're being very discerning. So if your marketing messages are filled with a lot of jargon, a lot of platitudes, they're overlooking your message. They're not interested. And then the second tip is we we're just talking about this, you and I, we we're backstage and we said, we've got to make sure that people understand you have to be online. It's no longer a choice not to be. And if you've been kind of holding back, the time is now. Yeah. Let's talk about three secrets to having a conveyor about qualified prospects. I think this is something that many business owners, and I know that I've experienced even in the early days of my business, we don't see our business as holistic and that there's different stages of the customer journey and we're completely starting from scratch each and every time. So, a conveyor about which really kind of um, allows us to think, well, there's obviously a process in this. So, what are some of these things that maybe we're not doing or not doing really well? 
great. I love to give these tips away because they make a huge difference. And the very first thing just to think about as I'm telling these is we're bombarded with marketing, right? We see social media ads and Gmail and TV and you can't drive without ads. It's everywhere. So the first thing that your marketing must do is it must interrupt the exact kind of prospect that you want, the ideal person who could buy your products or services. And what I mean by interrupt is this, the brain unconsciously is in downtime. Now we've, have you ever driven home from work and gone, how did I get here? I've done <laughs> That's downtime. The brain is just subconscious. So it sees ads on Facebook or Instagram, like la la la, doesn't pay attention. Your marketing needs to have a headline that interrupts your ideal target prospect and speaks to their emotional hot buttons. So the brain instantly goes into uptime, gets alerted and says, hey, what is this? So that is secret number one. 99% of marketing that I see never will interrupt a prospect, certainly not get them to raise their hand and be interested at all. And maybe, maybe if it gets the brain into uptime, it gets a little interested. But then if you're missing the next secret, your brain goes right back into downtime and your brain's back to being asleep, not interested. Does that make sense? It does. Let's talk a little bit about that. What are some of the things that you see people doing that enables them to obviously to interrupt, but then someone loses the attention? There's obviously something that they're not doing. That is that another secret, or should we just another secret? But let me let me make a statement before I go to that because it is aligned and related. It was another very powerful question. I think that many people believe if they have a great email headline or they have sales copy on a website has a great headline or a social media post, that that one headline all by itself will stand alone and it will interrupt. And I will tell you, that's not really what happens. The interrupt may happen for a split second, but unless you're using the second step, nothing happens. And I look at this interrupt for me as a way to help my client family members sort sift and separate. Here's what I mean. If I am not really looking to lose 20 pounds and there's a headline that says lose 20 pounds in six weeks guaranteed, Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. I move on. If I am looking to lose 20 pounds and the headline says lose 20 pounds in six weeks guaranteed. Now I might go, wait a minute. Because everybody else's marketing is filled with platitudes and jargon. They only all sound like cookie cutters and sound alike. So I see lose 10 pounds. I'm like, oh, the same dieting information I know, exercise deprivation. I'm not ready to do it. When I see that six weeks short term, a guaranteed result, chances are that you will be sorting, sifting, and separating just the audience that you want to interrupt. So that really is the the full first step. Yeah, now, I love that. Let's talk about the second secret. The second secret is actually my favorite. <laughs> so once you interrupt, the brain is starts to search and it says, is this really important to me? Do I have to stay alert for this and conscious for this? It starts looking for facts. It starts looking for data. It starts looking for anything that it may need. And this step is called engage. So first you interrupt and then you engage. So now that you have my attention, 
you have to very quickly hold it or the brain literally, and it gets unconscious, is right back into downtime. And so you're not going to make any progress with your marketing. If perhaps you've used any pay-per-click or Facebook ads, or you've sent out emails or letters, or you have websites with sales copy and videos, and it's not converting. I'm not getting prospects. They're not raising their hands. I'm hunting for prospects. There's not a consistent conveyor belt. It typically is because you not only haven't engaged, but you haven't interrupted first. And engaged is where heartpreneur relationship comes in. You have to take some time, stand in your ideal prospect's shoes, get into their minds, get into their hearts. What are they feeling and dealing with? What are their emotional hot buttons? And if you don't take time to understand them and you just start to go, well, you know, I'm selling pens. This is a pen. You really need a pen. They're not going to be interested. So instead, I would understand Oh, you've always wanted to be able to be an author. That's been something so important for you. Have a dream of writing a book. I understand. And you begin to engage so that they go, oh, this does relate to me. And that is how you separate the ideal prospects to do reverse marketing, which means they opt in or they call you or they come to your place of business. That clear? Yeah, brilliant. Something that, um, as you were sharing that, came to mind that when people are using a headline, and sometimes we've read those headlines where we where we do it, it does interrupt us. So we click through on it, and what we're presented with does not engage. And I think what people businesses don't recognize fully is that what you do next can either, as you say, engage and continue to build the relationship or absolutely tarnish it. Because if we feel like we've been tricked or, you know, like the clickbait, which you referred to earlier, we can maybe do the worst damage that we can do to that relationship. And that person could be our ideal client, yet they're not going to give us that second chance. So what you've just described today, if people aren't sure, well, what does engaging content look like? If you're not sure on that, you need to get clear on that because you could be tarnishing relationships with prospective clients who could become advocates and ambassadors of your business. Is that Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just piggyback on that point. Very good point. Um, Very often I search for something on Google, like most people do. And let's say I'm searching for a particular brand or a particular name of something. A sponsored ad will come up that seems like that's exactly what it is. And they have used those search terms just to get me to their page, just to get me to their website. They don't carry that item. They've never carried it. What happens for me as a consumer happens for a lot of consumers. I won't ever click on a sponsored ad by that company again. I actually won't even choose to do business with them. So if I put in that I want to buy, you know, something on an internet marketing course and it's like internet marketing course, go here. It's a sponsored ad and I go and it's really selling SEO services. I'm gone. And I, as you said, I now have burned a bridge. So you want to be very, very careful that your headlines really do a good job of interrupting with the exact concepts that you offer, sell, provide in terms of your products and services. Yeah. Deliver uh, 
with integrity and excellence what you say you're going to deliver from the headline. Love that. What's the third secret to creating a conveyor belt of qualified clients and prospects? So I coined this term, I think I did, because I haven't heard anyone else say this. When I established my second multi-million dollar business, like 40 something years ago, and I mean, I knew nothing about business. And then I, I struggled and kind of figured things out. And this formula was like coming to me. And one of the things that I didn't like to do was every single day have to try and look for more people to buy. It was like, oh, who's going to buy? Who's going to buy? And every day I felt like I had to be constantly doing marketing. And truly what I prefer to do even today is just work with my current client family members, make a difference for them and not keep looking for who else is out there. So I'm going to tie this concept into the overall philosophy that we have at Heartrepreneur, which is called reverse marketing. Conveyor belt, think about this. Instead of every day you're going, oh, where am I going to get my next customer from? I need some income. Every single day I wake up in my business and a percentage of people, it could be 2% of all the people that have come in contact with me on social media or watched my webinar, it could be as many as 4% have raised their hand, watched a webinar, filled out an opt-in form, emailed me, messaged me on one of the various social media platforms. They basically sort, sifted and separated themselves and went, me, me, and I don't have to hunt. Yes. Okay. So how do we do that? Yeah. Well, here's the last part. We have interrupted, we have engaged, and now this part is really rolled into one process and it's what most people totally miss. We have to educate and make a no or low risk offer. So I'll explain. Most marketers don't bother to educate. They just instantly start going, well, go here, buy this, sign up, register. Oh, put your name and email here. It's way too soon. It's for me, it's like saying, well, we don't even know each other. We're not going to go out on a date, but hey, let's have sex. <laughs> and I know that may work for some people. I like to be, you know, in a relationship first. So how do we educate? Well, I use something and I have for years that I've created called a consumer awareness guide. And I do this with all my client family members. So it could be the seven key mistakes that authors are making, the five mistakes that people make when hiring a marketing firm, whatever your industry is. And it's not emotional. I want to make this point. It's really alerting consumers to what's going on in the industry because they need that education and your company is just giving this away and sponsoring it. And the last page of that report has a no or low cost and zero risk offer. So that reverse marketing can happen. And they raise their hands and say, I may be a good prospect for you. So those are my secrets. Yeah, fantastic. And as you mentioned, people are not really doing that. What they're they're jumping too soon in a, a potential relationship where they haven't really built that know, like, and trust. And I love the way that you've shared that because obviously this is something that's sitting at the back end of your business. It's working for you 24-7, 365 days a year. And that is where it becomes that convey about because people are selecting through. They're watching content. They're being educated 
period whilst also engaging deeper with you as they get to know, like, and trust you. And I think sometimes also too, people tend, businesses tend to give up too soon. I'd imagine that getting to that process for businesses takes takes tweaking, doesn't it? To get to a point where you know all of the things that are working in the different steps to be able to nurture those prospects can take time to find out. Speak a little bit more about that because I often see businesses, I'm sure you do too, chasing after the next bright, shiny object. However, had they just taken a little bit of time to tweak something, it would have just, this conveyor belt would have been working beautifully. Yes? Yes. And I'm really glad that you also said that because I always tell people, if you're looking for some magic pill in marketing and somebody, I don't care if it's a course or a guru, um, is saying, oh, well, you know, overnight you're going to have I'm going to say to you, that's not true. I've worked with over 6,000 different kinds of clients all over the world. That's not true. All of the businesses that I personally have built that have been multi-million dollar businesses, I didn't build them overnight. It wasn't like, oh, let's just you know create this and it's done. It requires an expert to guide you and hold your hand because most likely you're not an expert in marketing nor in the psychology of understanding how the humans that you're marketing to actually really think. And the second thing, marketing takes time and testing. So we may use something that we're sure is going to interrupt and it may interrupt a little and we may tweak it and then it may be, oh my gosh, look at that. Then we have to take a look at each step. And I will say this last piece, when you have these steps and they're working that is where the conveyor belt comes from. And you just simply rinse and repeat. And look, I've been using the same exact formula in my own business for almost 26 years. And every single day, the conveyor belt is working. Yeah. I know that this question is probably one of those answers. Well, how long is a piece of string in that? But just give people a bit of a time, an expectation, because again, you know, we expect to launch business and five minutes later, we're, we're able to say, look, you know, six figure, seven figure and so forth. But it can take months, if not longer, to really capture the essence of what you're talking about, to get to the stage where you're interrupting in a nice way, because you're giving value to someone who who's been struggling with something and then it can take a little while longer to so if someone is thinking well I want to build one of these conveyor belts it can take months to really get to the stage where it's working well yes yeah so let me speak to that most of my client family members we can execute fairly quickly and that's not saying overnight it can be months However, there are some rare exceptions, and I always tell people you might be one. I, I've seen uh, Mia Redrick, a complete startup with a concept and nothing, literally go to a, a million-dollar business in no time at all because her message was matching her market, and she was instantaneously able to capture them. Jacqueline De Gregorio, she's a young gal who didn't have any business and within six weeks did something like $68,000. So I always tell people it's not going to necessarily happen for you. I'm very upfront about that. However, if you can nail that message to market match, it can happen quickly. I, I had 30 clients in 30 days when I personally started my consulting business because I was very clear about who specifically my market was and my message was aimed at them. Yeah, so true. 
Yeah, one of the things I always say, Terry, for people who think that podcasting is a magic um, bullet kind of thing, is that, and they, you know, what microphone should I get? I said, don't worry about the microphone. Message and monetization strategy before make a model of the microphone because you can't edit and mix compelling content that nurtures um, from, you know, fluff and banter. And so it's so true. When you nail that and you're speaking and there's a real need um, and you can see, or, you know, you can see through the content you're sharing that's really valuable for them people will will move love that so let's talk about i know that we've already hinted to this and but you say we really need to stop hunting for clients by using this reverse marketing strategy which you've um, beautifully shared what that is what would you say is the most because i know we can have the best strategies laid out step by step by step yet there's something that still stops businesses from going yep i want to do this what are some of the barriers that you've seen that stops businesses from actually now going, you know what, I am going to create something that's going to nurture and engage and educate my ideal clients? Well, we alluded to one thing, which is we live in a society where everyone wants to press a button and get a result. So people are like, ah, no, I'll forget that. Let me just go do Facebook ads. And they invest so much money on Facebook ads that typically really don't bring them a a massive return on investment unless they have a huge, huge marketing budget. The second thing is, and this is kind of my pet peeve, is there are so many kind of self-proclaimed gurus out there that are just advising and putting courses out there. And it's a lot of fluff and it's a lot of um, things that aren't necessarily proven to work and people get caught up in that. And the third thing is I think sometimes people get jaded by all of that. Yeah, I've been there, done that, tried, it didn't work. And the truth is that you probably haven't tried this proven formula with an actual expert by your side who has a track record and wants to help you do it. So I I say to people, just because you maybe had a bad experience with some marketing or a marketing guru, you can't give up on that and you can't rely on spending a lot of money in marketing and advertising because that's just not the way to build a business today. Transactional businesses are not the ones that are surviving long-term, in my opinion. Yeah, so true. I mean, especially now when, you know, so many people from around the world, um, their lives have changed. You know, the market has changed. And often when people um, have, you know, an overstimulation of of, uh, negativity, which mainstream media tends to do, that is when we really need to do the opposite. And I love the way that you really are, you know, exuding the fact that we need to start having conversations, heart-to-heart conversations. I think just doing that alone is going to stand out from the crowd, don't you? When people, when you're really authentic and transparent and having heart-to-heart conversations, that is going to stand out. Uh, I'd like to share a quick story, may I? Yes. In the beginning of the pandemic, a, a client family member named Justin Dunn, he came to me from the UK and he said, Um, I'm out of business. My whole business was face-to-face consulting. What am I going to do? And he was really concerned. And I said, here's what you're going to do. And I started consulting with him to basically stop creating content. He thought he had to create content and spend money. I said, I want you to pick up the phone every single day. I want you to have five heart-to-heart conversations. I want you to talk to people that you know. Uh, I want you to meet people on Facebook and LinkedIn and converse, not for the sake of selling and closing, 
for the sake of building heart-to-heart conversations. And within a couple of months, he had his business back. It became an online consulting business. And every single day, he continues to have some heart-to-heart conversations. And I remind everyone, the telephone is your best friend, and it is no cost or low cost, so pick it up and use it. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. So true. When you start to do that, and and myself and I know a lot of my clients started to do that too. I mean, they reached out to their clients, many of them were corporate, who now completely uh, weren't able to go to work and and they leaned in and they supported because they knew that that would stand out and was needed. So, you know, together they, they certainly were able to ride that and many are now doing online. But what I love about that too is that, it's so different from what everyone else is doing, I think, you know, and often, you know, when we talk about zigging and zagging, we're looking for the next. I mean, we love to talk about innovation, but sometimes the things that are innovative are going back to what we know really works. So bringing those heart to hearts back and you, you will really stand out. But one thing, of course, that, and we've been sharing this along the way, we have to be able to stand behind what we are saying. That's so important, isn't it? Excellence and integrity and I love how you're going to share with us how can we create a core unique mess positioning statement to be able to close sales without selling? Yes. And so I wrote a book years ago, Sell Without Selling, Lessons from the Jungle for Sales Success, because I really was in the jungle about sales. And the biggest message that I, I share in there is You don't want to be pitching, manipulating, overcoming objections or closing, believe it or not. You don't want to be a salesperson and you don't need to be. You don't need sales training. You don't need a script. You need to be in full heart to heart, authentic communication. So how do we do that? Well, I have my clients do it by creating what I call a core unique positioning statement. Now, it's not an elevator pitch. It's not, you know, a USP that you stand up and say in a networking group. Most of those are platitudes and jargon. I help people go from point A to point B really fast. What the heck does that even mean? So you're going to have a statement that actually does the job of interrupting. And let me give you an example. So in my business, I want to interrupt struggling business owners who want more qualified prospects. That's my target audience. So the statement starts with, I help, I serve, or I support, or we help, we serve or support. So I help. Who do you help and mention their pain point? Struggling small business owners. Okay, the niche is right in there. What do you help them do? Now you give the result. Get a conveyor belt of qualified prospects. And then you mention how you do it different than any of your competitors using my proprietary H-E-A-R-T system, guaranteed 200% ROI, or I give you all your money back plus write you a check for $5,000. So just take in that statement for a moment and notice that core unique positioning. I have never found in the almost 26 years I've been doing this, any other business consultant. First, no one's going to have my heart method. It's trademarked to my company. And also, I've never found anyone to make the same guarantee that I make. And I stand behind that because I know my systems and processes work. So that core unique positioning does this. What? (laughs) (laughs) It interrupts that ideal target audience. And that is 99% of what you need to be doing. 
Yeah. And I would imagine too that as you're speaking, um, that just as you mentioned, it, it completely interrupts, but there's a promise of value within that too. And so often what we find that businesses do is they go into um, the step-by-step, the features, that kind of thing, which is really very much, as you said, driven by almost like ego, isn't it? Whereas what you've done is you've completely focused on your ideal client who's probably sitting in the room thinking, you know, challenges and all of a sudden, really? And then you've you've ended with something that just goes, well, you know, how can we start working together? To come up with such, and you brilliantly shared um, a beautiful uh, example of that, that people can really um, start to model. But what are some of the things that you find, just as we finish off, to be mindful of as someone may be creating this? Obviously, we're going to share how people can get in contact with you so that they can get your support. But again, I would imagine that there's some things that you see people doing as they're starting to share this, that again, you're just not you're actually going to tarnish the brand and turn people away. What are some things we need to be aware of here? Well, the first thing is don't say anything that a person could respond to with, well, I would hope so. For So, for example, if I said, um, I'm a professional giving marketing advice, well, I would hope so. Uh, I, I'm the, a great home remodeler and I provide quality cabinets or in kitchens, well, I would hope so. So, if any of your marketing could be answered with that, you're not core, you're not unique. The second test that I always have is could you take out your name and could one of your competitors' names go in there? So could a competitor make the exact same claim? And if that's true, you are not unique and you are not standing alone. So those are the first two ways that I really have my client family members begin to see, is this unique? Is it core? And the third thing is if you cannot guarantee that your product or service is going to make a difference for someone, please go sell something else. And I really mean that. We need people who are in integrity and who create value, as you said. So make sure your statement really shows that you're different and you're all about creating value and you're going to stand behind that. Yeah, absolutely. So just um, before we finish the show, I want to, Debbie Zitter said, this is so wonderful. Thank you. So glad you're there. And she said here, thank heavens for you ladies. So refreshing. And the only time I've had success is during heartfelt interactions. Yes, the key is staying there, not falling into fear. Absolutely. We could do a whole other show, couldn't we? <laughs> you know what to set and I think that's one of the things that um you know as you're sharing here it just goes to show don't even think selling think about how can I support you what are you struggling with let's have a conversation and I think when we take away the expectation and all of that the internal clutter that energy, that that ex, an exchange, that person feels cared for, or cared about, understood, and that is when, um, you know, relationships can really happen. I, I love that. So thank you, Debbie, for, um, for being here, and I know many others are there too. So, Terry, how can people connect with you? What's the best way for them to reach out? 
I'm very active on LinkedIn, and my name is Terry Levine. Also, uh, my website, heartrepreneur.com. And recently, I put up a whole video training series teaching these concepts. It's completely free, and that is at the ultimate businessgrowthsystem.com. They're totally free. And I really just am here to help and just serve Anne-Marie, as you know. Well, wonderful. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. And uh, please uh, reach out to Terry. Make sure that you uh, sign up and access uh, all of those incredible free resources she just shared. So once again, thank you so much. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free 5-day money, marketing and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.